Hey, y'all. Welcome to Two Babes in a Book with Liz and Rach. Thanks for joining us today. Today we're going to have some book banter about Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. In every episode, we will have a cleanliness score on a scale of zero to five. Zero meaning no level of content in the area, five meaning a great deal of content in the area. Everyone has their own personal comfort level, and these are just ours. Okay, we do have a confession that we should probably talk about. <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> we, we didn't finish the book, so just letting everyone know, we did finish most of it, three quarters, we would say, right, Rachel? Yeah, yeah, we definitely read and, three quarters. And obviously, we know the plot, we know what happens, because Twilight, it's the same exact storyline as Twilight, but... We just both decided it was not bringing us joy. We did not strongly desire to pick it back up and read it. And so we had this discussion and we just said, hey, it's okay. It's okay sometimes to not finish a book. So, <laughs> And we probably would have finished this if we didn't already know the ending. But it's a quite a long book and we'll kind of go into the re- like a lot of the other reasons and everything. But we, we thought it was kind of a good lesson to tell your listeners and, re- and fellow readers that if it is not bringing you joy, put the book down. I wish I could just say that in all caps, put the Amen, book down. <laughs> no, we, feel, we feel like we've read a lot of Stephanie Meyer. We both read the host. We've read all the twilight books. So we feel like we can be pretty accurate with the content level. So yeah, yes. we're good. Okay. For language, I gave it a zero. And I gave it a one out of five just because I couldn't remember if there was any cursing. So I just did a one just in case, but I think a zero is probably pretty safe. So. Yep. Very clean. And for sex, I gave it a three out of five. And I gave it a two out of five because I like the steamy stuff. <laughs> a little steamy. The makeout scenes oh, yeah. are happening in this book. <laughs> a lot the of throat uh, kissing and yeah, the, the collarbone th- caressing. Yes. Right at the throat. <laughs> Very vampire-esque. <laughs> yes. So. Violence was a three out of five. Um, oh, and for the sex as well, there is a part just for, for teen readers, uh, for our moms for teen readers that Edward does ask Bella if she's ever gone all the way with a guy. He, they're not graphic or anything, but he does ask like, have you ever done that? You know? So, um, just putting that out there, just that mm-hmm. is discussed, but yes, sorry. What did you say for violence? Okay. Yes. For violence, I gave it a three. Okay. And I gave it a two and a half out of five. I'm sure the ending, we did not read the ending where there's, we're sure there's lots of violence. Um, Vampire because, James. Yes. Cause that happens in twilight. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I put 2.5 out of five, according to how far I had read in the book and, and- direct- Drugs and alcohol, um, I gave it a zero out of five because I think Charlie maybe had a beer and that was about it. Yep. I gave it a one out of five just because the beer references and that oh. analogy that yes. Edward says about alcohol. He's an alcoholic or it's like, yeah, he's an alcoholic and she's the alcohol, but then he said, you're my own brand of heroin. Yes. But so he goes even some further. Yeah. Drug references. Yeah. Right. So drug references, but not drug <laughs> usage. Just, True. just wanting to the temptation of to sucker blood. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> okay. So what you get? We don't have to talk about what this is about because people know. And everyone should know Edward's perspective, his yes. point of view. 
And this book is just Twilight. It is none of the other books. I texted Liz in the middle (laughs) of reading this book. I was like, how far is this book going to go? And because it was kind of moving slow. And yeah, just Twilight. And this book, you know, I have New Moon, or I mean, Twilight sitting over there. I should go look. But this book is how many pages? Yes, it got off to such a slow start that you, and it's so thick of a book that you really think this has got to be like at least two or three of, you know, the Twilight books. I thought it was all four, honestly. That was all four. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. This book is 658. 658? Yes. We made it it to like at least 450 or 500. Yeah, we made it quite a bit. Yes. Right so, at the baseball game scene. Yes. I think that's kind of where we dropped off. And we did read the last chapter. Yeah, we read the and epilogue. I skimmed, I skimmed a little bit because I do have to admit, it bothered me that we didn't finish it. But at the same time, it was like trudging through mud. It was like it a was. chore that I had to finish this book. So I'm Ugh. really glad that Rachel and I were on the same page. Yes. And intended. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mic <laughs> Yeah, it was, it. Just, it was just too long. It was just, just too long. <laughs> like, I don't understand. So I, I, I wish, cause I love the twilight worlds. I've rewatched the movies. That's yes. another thing that Liz, you've rewatched the first two recently. Are you right? a twihard as they call them? I, I think I am. <laughs> I would consider myself a twihard. That's why I, and I've read the books. I haven't reread the books, but I've read them and I've, I've rewatched the movies every couple of years. Like I love them. They're movies. good. Yeah. yeah. So I love Bella and Edward and I liked the, um, when, when it started getting to the parts where Edward and Bella were interacting, the beginning was really slow for me because it's just Edward. And I'm like, yes, how come you didn't like the beginning? Cause I liked the beginning and when they started to interact more, because it's like, you know, when you're watching a movie or the office with Jim and Pam, uh-huh. it takes how many seasons for them to get together. And that's like the best buildup. Like when you know that chemistry is there and you know that strong attraction is there and it's just like, when are they going to get together? Or this is so exciting. It kind of had that feel like, I felt like this book had that feel of just that buildup and anticipation and they both just were so into each other. Yeah. It was really sweet. And then when they got together and started talking, you know, actually interacting, (laughs) (laughs) I like, I continued to really like it until a little past halfway through the book. And for some reason, it just was dragging on and on for me. And that's the part that I really liked. It was when like, it was more towards the middle of the book that I was like, Oh, I like this. They're talking, they're interacting. So when did it like, when did it click for you? Or when did you stop enjoying it then? Because you really liked it when they finally got together, like probably the meadow scene where he showed his sparkly skin. Yes. Uh I liked that. that. Oh yeah. When did you you start trudging through the mud with this book? I (laughs) think it was when they started you know what? It's interesting that you said that about the Jim and Pam thing because the anticipation was kind of gone because all of the secrets had been let out. Yeah, the so, magic was gone. They were yes. both with each other, both obsessed with each other. And then that part just kind of like kept going and going. Yeah. It's kind of like and, when she met the family, like that was kind of cool. But then it just, I felt like it would get exciting and then die and then exciting and then die. And like, I just was tired yes. of Edward's inner monologuing. Like how many Constant. times- how many times can you say this is the moment that she'll realize I'm a monster? Like there's only so many times you can say that. Like this is when she's going to run the other direction. Yes. Yeah. He does say that. He did say that repetitively. It's or, yeah. very obnoxious. So yeah, but I did really I like, so. um, his, 
seeing the world through his eyes, like seeing what everyone else was thinking. That was pretty cool. I liked that aspect. Yes. And you get to know the Colons a lot better in this book because he can read all their minds and he's obviously with them more in this book because it's his yeah. perspective versus like Bella was, was with Charlie more. Maybe you get to know Charlie a little bit more. And That's it was true. interesting how Edward read Charlie's thoughts. That was neat for me because Charlie's thoughts were like more muddled and harder, yeah. like less clear. So it made Edward wonder is that where Bella, is that why I can't read her mind? Because maybe her dad is less clear or maybe that's just Charlie's personality. He's just kind of vague. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that too. Yeah. I thought, and I've definitely fit with the fit with Charlie's personality where it's just like a, you know, chill hometown guy that likes to go fishing, you know, he likes the small town. So it kind of uh-huh. makes sense, but yeah, I did like that description of how Edward, um, was, you know, kind of read his thoughts, read his mood, basically. That's kind of what it was. Yes. And watching or no, reading this book does make you really want to rewatch the movies, but we would advise people that want to read Midnight Sun to not, or to hold off rewatching the movies and don't reread Twilight because that might ruin this book because it's the The same same thing. thing. It's exactly the same thing. And some of the lines are the exact same. So did you say she, did she write this book before Twilight came out or was it right after? Because some of the lines I recognized from the movie. Of course, yes. that could have been from Twilight, I guess. That's true. Yeah. So there were overops, obviously, with the Twilight dialogue. So she had, she was writing the books or writing Midnight Sun while um, the Twilight movie was coming out. So she did let Robert, Robert Pattinson read some of the manuscripts so that he could see oh, Edward's yeah. perspective on it. Get to know so, his character. Yeah, which I thought was cool. I, and, and I remember hearing about this book. I think, Liz, you mentioned the same thing. But we, we heard about this book like years ago when the Twilight series was coming out. And, yes, I, it, and it never was released, but it was always like the talk of the town. People yeah. were discussing it and oh she's writing it she's writing it but it took her this long to finish it or release it yeah I totally forgot that yeah it's um in the making I don't know if I would have liked it okay so question for you Liz would you do you think if you read this when you were because this came out when we were in college so what if you if this came out when you were in college would you have liked it like before you were married I feel like I may have liked it a lot more possibly. And we discussed this a little bit already, but, or I mean, off air, we've discussed this right. <laughs> we are stay at home moms. We're with very young children right now. And just life is really crazy. And so our time is extra precious. We don't have a lot of the time to read. And so maybe just that repetitive nature and just kind of, I don't know, going through all the details of his thoughts and how it just feels a little bit longer than it could have been. Maybe that bothers us more because we have so much more on our plate. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Not I that, think so too. I mean, in college, we still felt busy, but it did make us wonder if we would have enjoyed this book a lot more if we were single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe no kids. I don't know. <laughs> I think the other books came out when I was married and I can't remember when the other books came out. I know Twilight. I remember reading Twilight on a road trip down to Texas to see my future husband when he got off his mission and we got married that summer. So yeah, the other books, 
Um, so my sister-in-law was reading it out loud to me. We we're reading back and forth when we were driving down. Well, future oh, sister-in-law. So uh-huh. the other books came out when I was married, but I still enjoyed them. I still liked them. I watched the movies. I went and saw the the last movie with Kirk's mom. <laughs> you know, like we like we loved it. So we were we were twihards in that sense. But yes, I I think you know what. I, I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe I would have liked it back then. But the more I think about it, I think I would have just been annoyed that it was not new material, that it wasn't the Twilight universe, but with new things going on. Because, you know, this book and did like have the, Hunger the backstory. Games, but... The Hunger Games prequel. Yeah. Yes. How that was similar, but it had a completely different take, plot, backstory. Mm-hmm. Yes. Character and development is... and all that. And this is Edward's like character development, but you already got to know him very well you know, he was a main character in the other books, whereas, you know, uh, Coriolanus Snow in the prequel to The Hunger Games, he was a character, but he wasn't like a main big character that you're always in his head, you know, like, and like with Edward. So Mm -hmm. um, if that makes any sense, but yeah, I think, I think I probably wouldn't have liked it then either, but I would have been less annoyed and I probably would have finished it because I was less likely to put down books back then. Uh, yes, uh-huh. just could be stage of life. Very yeah. true. And I was reading just a couple of reviews on Goodreads for, for Midnight Sun. And I came across this awesome review and I did ask her permission if we could share it to our Instagram. So I'm going to, I screenshot some of her review of Midnight Sun, but her Instagram is at the book cover girls and her name's Angelica, but she shared how she, I think she did give it a three out of five, but she shared a lot of positive things about this book. And she said she did, yeah. that it was yeah. actually just a more in-depth, she said, if you're expecting a different storyline, you're going to be disappointed because it literally is the same story as Twilight. But she said it's a more in-depth <clears throat> perspective and story or just the way that she wrote it went more into depth with his perspective and you can get to know the characters better. And she said that her writing was a little bit more evolved than Twilight. Yeah, Not definitely. that we could have noticed because, you know, we were so young and it's just, you know, it was Twilight, but apparently yeah. her writing back then was kind of nitpicked or made fun of with certain things. And her writing got a lot better with this. Mm-hmm. And just, you get to know Bella more um, as a character through his eyes. Cause apparently a lot of people think Bella was kind of flat or just like boring. I don't know. And then um, Edward was more, just became more human with his perspective because obviously through Bella's perspective, he was absolutely perfect in every way. Not, you know, but this kind of humanizes him because he's just so worried about what she thinks and he's, he's such a monster, you know, it kind of just makes him more real. Anyway, she had some good points to make about the book because all that we talked about felt like kind of negative, but she had some good perspectives with, Hey, this can, this is a fresh perspective of Twilight. So maybe it just depends on how you look at it. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. And so maybe if I had gone into this thinking, okay, this is definitely going to be exactly the same. Because obviously I didn't know. I thought that it was maybe encompassing more than Twilight. Yeah. So I probably would have felt different, but yeah. And and do you think she'll make um, a new moon book in Edward's perspective? I kind of wonder. Yeah. I wonder if she will. I won't read it, but <laughs> she may. <laughs> I know. I wonder how that would do. Cause obviously she sold, it seems like she sold a bunch of copies of Midnight Sun. Seems like that was very successful. Yeah. So we'll mm-hmm. see if a lot of twi-hearts. Edward. <laughs> yeah. 
all the twihards out there. Yes. Some of the twihards might purchase more books like this, but (laughs) it was exhausting being in his head for 500 plus pages. Yes. 400 plus pages. Um, Oh, and I wanted to say this too. The chapters are long. Yeah. A little bit too long for me. One chapter was 40 pages. Oh my goodness. Maybe I'm just a fan of shorter chapters, but okay, let me rephrase this. I'm okay with longer chapters if they, you know how a lot of books have breaks within their chapters, right? Like yeah. paragraph breaks. That's true. They didn't have there that. There were no paragraph breaks in this book. It was just like a 40 page long chapter. Yeah. No, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I so feel like it, that it kind didn't of, feel like broke up. That added to just the, uh, felt like you were kind of going through the mud with this book is the chapters were very long. Yeah. And we should point out that Liz is, you know, she just barely moved and I've got some life stuff going on too that just probably impacted our um I guess I could it. yeah. Yeah. That's I can true. I guess I can say it on on our podcast. So I'm pregnant. And so I haven't Woo-hoo! made a, a Facebook announcement yet, but for you listeners, you get to hear first. I'm 13 weeks pregnant. So yay. <laughs> time that I would read it. I have a really hard time reading when I'm feeling morning sickness. I'm finally getting out of that stage this past week, but I think that definitely impacted my views on this book. Cause when you feel nauseous, you don't want to, I don't know, at least I don't want to read. And I know Liz, you've said that too, that when you're feeling sick, you don't want to sit and read. It's you want to just bed no. and watch a show. Yeah. It's the last thing I wanted to do when I was pregnant and sick. What did you think of the audio? Was the audio book good? I did. I liked the audio a lot. Um, I found that that helped with the pacing actually, and it made me feel less impatient. So Mm, yeah, for you audio listeners, um, audio book listeners, that might be a good one. I liked the narrator who had a good voice, although it kind of ruined it for me just, just a tad because I love Robert Pattinson so much. And when you're listening to the audio, um, it's different, a different voice. It's not him speaking. So, but when I'm reading uh, the book, I could imagine Robert Pattinson, Pattinson, I, I keep saying his name wrong, I'm sure, but I keep Pattinson, Pattinson, um, <laughs> saying these words. So yeah, but it, it was good. It, it helps move the plot along. So, okay. Yeah. And you can speed it up. <laughs> I had it like 1.2. Oh, there you go. So, That's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that was a different, definitely impacting how we felt about this book. If you're just a twihard that just wants to settle into Edward and you haven't read him for a while, or maybe, I don't know, there are people who are so invested in certain worlds that they, like, I always feel like, I think of the people that go to Comic-Con or like Star Wars fans or something, something like that, that they just like really dive into the world and they love it. You will probably love this book, but I guess Liz and I aren't like that, that we don't care about diving in as much. Maybe. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. but please let us know what you thought of this book. Yes. I really want to really, hear. I really want to hear from people, especially the people that really liked it. Yeah. So just to hear their thoughts about it. And it's fun to talk with other readers. Like Angelica reached out to us and um, because I had put a Goodreads um, review about Midnight Sun and she was like, I disagreed with your, you know, the, the way that you looked at the book, but I liked your review. Can I share that? So it's kind of fun to be like, okay, well, some people love it. Some people not so much and that's okay. You know, <laughs> we're all yes, still it's, readers. It's fun to hear both sides. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the reasons why we have this podcast because sometimes Rachel and I disagree on ratings or on what we think of the book. So it's fun to discuss yeah. those different reasons why we like it or why we don't like it. Our little two babes in a book, uh, book club. So that's right. <laughs> Should we move on to quotes? 
Yes, let's do quotes. Okay, um, so the cover of the book is a pomegranate that is oozing the juice out, and Rachel's daughter was oozing. very scared. <laughs> yes, my daughter oozing. was very scared of the. Very scared was, of the cover. It's yeah. a little creepy, but there's a quote in the book that you know references the picture that she used. And this is when Edward and Bella are on their first date, but it's when he was stalking her in Port <laughs> Angeles. One of the many times we should say. <laughs> One of the many times he was creepily stalking Bella. Um, and so they were sitting there and the quote is, suddenly as she ate, a strange comparison entered my head. For just a second, I saw Persephone, pomegranate in hand, dooming herself to the underworld. Is that who I was? Hades himself coveting springtime? Stealing it, condemning it to endless night. I tried unsuccessfully to shake the impression. So when I first read this, I had no idea what he was talking about. So I had to do some Googling. Persephone is a Greek goddess and she married Hades. Um, and she did end up falling in love with him. So they were happy in the underworld. But at first she did not want to be down there. And she actually was given away in marriage by her father, I'm blanking. Anyways, um, Zeus. Zeus is her dad, and he did not ask or let her mom know, and obviously her mom and her loved each other very much, so all of a sudden her mom is looking for Persephone and can't find her anywhere and is distraught, and she finds out that Zeus had married her off to Hades. Anyways, so she really wants to see Persephone, and Persephone wants to come out and see her mom, but Hades tried to give or gives her a pomegranate because when you give, when you offer someone food from the underworld, if they partake of it, then they are stuck in the underworld forever. And she knew this, so she just took a few seeds thinking that wouldn't seal the deal, um, but it did, and so she was stuck in the underworld. Anyway, so that's what Edward is referencing in this section, because he just feels guilty that she's a human, he's not, he feels like he's gonna, he's dragging her under, so. There's the pomegranate reference. I like it. <laughs> and then um, my quote was um, the reference to the title of the book, Midnight Sun. My life was an unending, unchanging midnight. It must, by necessity, always be midnight for me. So how was it possible that the sun was rising now in the middle of my midnight? And that was when um, he wasn't sure how Bella felt about him and he was creepily stalking her while she was sleeping. <laughs> always the stalking and he he he's thinking oh i'm just in love with her she's not in love with me but then he hears her say his name in her sleep she says edward uh stay don't go please don't go so that was when there was his midnight sun he felt like he could have hope and that maybe bella felt the same way about him so sweet <laughs> and the third quote speaking of sweet and romantic the third quote is um, talking about how he just was, his throat just burned every time he was around her because she smelled so sweet and he was attracted to her blood, wanted to suck her blood, but, <laughs> and he was like getting used to being around her and trying to desensitize that. Um, so he says, my thirst was so wholly overshadowed by my happiness that it barely caused me any conscious pain. I took her hand from where it was gripped around my neck and held her palm to my nose. I inhaled as deeply as I could. Yes, there the pain was, real but unimpressive. What was a little fire to all this light? 
So I liked that one. I like that. Well, it was a little fire to all this light. Yes. There were quite a few romantic good scenes, like especially when he finally decided to kiss her because the actual kisses on the lips are far and in between just because they're such a big deal to him because he feels like he might um, lose control and kill her. Um, But when they did happen, they were pretty amazing kissing scenes. Uh Rachel, I mean, would you say, how would you rate these makeout (laughs) scenes from zero to 10? They were, I would give them like an eight. Like I, I really liked the steamy. steamy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are the parts that I liked. And then I think when we got away from the makeout scenes and you started moving towards like, okay, they're going to have the baseball scene and then the other vampires. And then, you know, Bella's going to be in danger, blah, 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 blah. It's like like, you get through all the good juicy stuff and you kind of, you lose you lose interest and momentum yeah but if i had not read it before i think i still would like it so yeah if i had not read twilight before i think i would have recently watched the movies possibly again if you haven't visited this story in 10-ish years you might i mean you might enjoy this book yeah i would i would say we may have ruined it for ourselves given our life events and watching the movies that's true that's okay. It's not, it's not, you know, I think there's a time and a season for every type of book, uh, yeah. for, for every person, you know, and it just wasn't our season and may never be our season really, <laughs> but I feel totally okay. Maybe putting in like it 10 to 12 years. Yeah. Maybe 18 yeah. years. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, so we're going to push through. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think I'm okay laying this to rest. I think that it, it will go on my bookshelf as a, a pretty, you know, ornamentation there but that's about it or yes, I just hide it. the cover from your daughter yes <laughs> <laughs> okay to be honest until the pomegranate discussion i actually thought that it was like a brain or something i didn't realize what it was i didn't know it was a pomegranate did you yeah, know it was you kind of have to do a double take i i had to do a double take and like a little bit hard i think i remember it was early this summer that i first started seeing this cover you know across oh, bookstagram yeah. I think I, I caught on that it was a pomegranate pretty fast, but yeah, you have to kind of look at it and figure it out Yeah, for a couple seconds. I can see how you would think that was a brain. It would yeah. be really gross. I know. Right. You know, maybe I did realize it was a fruit, but I just, that's what it kept bringing to my mind. I mean, and obviously the juice dripping down signifies blood. Right. Mm-hmm. Creepiness, yeah. right? That's okay. Let's get to our crazy. overall, should we get to our overall rating? Yes. <laughs> All right, Liz. I'm sure that I'm sure the listeners have kind of an idea of what the ratings are going to (laughs) be. Yeah, I gave it a two and a half out of five. Awesome. And I gave it a two out of five. So these are our lowest ratings ever ever on the show. Ever. So I don't think I've ever given a book just even before doing this podcast. I don't think I've ever given a book that low of a rating. I don't think I have either. Or or if I have, it's been far and few between. Like usually, well, usually if I don't like a book enough, then I will put it down because I'm more okay putting down books now than I used to be. And so I won't even rate it on on Goodreads. So that's probably why. Mm. So, but I feel, I feel like I could rate this one. It was okay. (laughs) Yeah. I give it two. So we were close enough. We know the plot. We were comfortable. Right. The ratings. For sure. Well, that's all for today. Make sure to comment on our Instagram at two babes in a book. That's all spelled out to let us know if you've read this book. Yes. And please again, comment on our Instagram. Let us know if you loved this book or if you hated this book, just let us know what you thought. Be honest. We're okay with the honesty. We want to (laughs) know. 
Um, remember, in the words of Holbrook Jackson, never put off till tomorrow the book you can read today. Thanks, y'all. Now go stick your nose in a book. <laughs>